0: Deutsche Welle, Learning by Ear. Listen up, shape your future.
1: Welcome to Learning by Ear, an episode 8 of our 10-part radio drama series, A Bridge of Gory, which tells the dramatic story of how religion and politics drive a wedge between two communities, two families, and two young people, Harry and Leila, who are forced to hide their love for each other. In today's episode, called A Friend Gained, A Friend Lost, discover a new Hassan and find out if Harry falls into Philip's trap. Philip is one of Harry's best friends, but he's in love with Leila too.
2: Listen in. The drama of that night when Leila's younger brother Hassan Omer tried to set fire to the church saw an increase in activities among civic groups to resolve the growing conflict between the Muslim and Christian communities. Meanwhile, Hassan was making great progress in Gori Hospital. Sister Rebecca had a heart of gold and had transformed him. Hello
3: Hassan, how are you? Here comes your breakfast.
1: Hello Sister Rebecca. I am really feeling better today. Um, may I ask you something about your religion? Sure. You said yesterday you call yourselves the Lemba.
3: That is right. 2700 years ago, there were 10 tribes from the kingdom of Israel which were forced into exile. They lived in an area that today is called Iraq and Syria. Then they spread south through Ethiopia. Here, I'll show you on the map I brought for you. Did they go all the way down into East Africa? We think so. Look at this picture of the great ruins of Zimbabwe. We, Lemba, believe that our ancestors built this ancient city. But there are other Jewish people in all parts of East and West Africa. You say that the Lemba have Semitic traditions. What does that mean? Well, Semitic means Jewish. But in fact, Jews and Muslims have the same roots. They all go back to Abraham. Even if the Jews refer to Judea or Israel, and the Muslims to Arabia, Mecca and Medina. Even some traditions suggest a common origin. For example, you say your meat is halal, right? Yes. And we say kosher, meaning the animal is slaughtered in the name of God. We lemba kill our animals the same way you do. You don't eat pork. We don't eat pork. You see? Sister Rebecca? Yes, Hassan?
1: When I go home, will you come and visit me?
3: Hassan, I would love to. We can ask your father if I can come and take you out at weekends with my daughter. What's her name? Abigail. She will be 10 next month. So, can I go home tomorrow? Please. <laughs> of course. The bands on your hands are so much better. You've made terrific progress, my little man. Now finish up your breakfast.
2: Hassan was totally unaware of the gravity of the situation he was in. Father Barnabas had filed a case against him at Gori Central Police Station for the arson attack which had nearly destroyed his church. Hassan had no idea. But Harry did. That's why he had come to plead with his uncle. They sat in the church together.
0: The stupid little monster couldn't even burn down the church properly.
4: He just burnt himself. That little monster is a boy of 12, Uncle. He lost his mother a few months ago. He's like a boy soldier. He was brainwashed. Why are you defending him? Oh,
0: I know. You're sweet on his sister, Layla. Well, Harry, I'm sorry for you. Instead of concentrating on becoming a priest, you prefer to waste your time trying to protect those heathens.
4: They are heathens, and we are infidels. Ugh. All this stupid name calling. Uncle, please. I admit Hassan was wrong. But where is your Christian compassion? Your African Ubuntu? Your humanity? Look,
0: there are politics involved. It's not just about Hassan, it's about making sure the Islamic Council does not build their mosque on that prime piece of property. We want it for a new cathedral. This attack has actually helped my cause and generated a lot of sympathy for me. Even Reverend Henry Manuel from the Charismatic Church has pledged 10,000 US dollars. With him, we now have a majority in the Development Council. We can swing the
4: council vote in our favor. Would you really want to partner with the so-called reverend? Uncle, that man is a fraud. He robs the poor. Harry?
0: Harry? go back to being a head boy at school and leave the big decisions to me. Now, if you don't mind, it's nearly time for evening prayers. Why don't you stay and pray for a change?
4: Then I would pray for a change in you, Bishop
2: Uncle. Harry was happier at school. Leila was finally back after caring for Hassan in hospital. Now their father, Ishmael Omer, was looking after him at home. Today was Thursday, so Leila, Harry, Marian and Philip would all be at the debating club at 3pm. It seemed to be the perfect time for Philip to carry out his little plan.
4: Silence! Okay, silence everyone so so that we can
3: begin. Thank you. 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 My thanks to Marian for taking over my responsibilities in the debating club during my absence, and to you all for coming. The question we ask today is, why are girls in particular not taking up maths and science subjects? I'd like to say something. Okay, Roshi. I would like to understand maths, but it's like a different language. Maybe it's the way we are taught.
4: But it's social conditioning too. In China and Russia, women were encouraged to take up science and maths. Exactly, Matt. The countries where religion has been suppressed by atheists who don't believe in God.
2: I believe science is
4: particularly dangerous because it seeks to deny the Bible. It's not about that, Marian. Science means knowledge. A scientist is simply trying to explain what he says around him. God is everywhere. There is your answer. Man invents science to take us away from the Lord. Can I just remind you, Charles Darwin, the British scientist, whom many people demonize, was a man of the church in his youth. But he was also a thinker, an observer. He traveled and saw wonderful creatures and was driven by the need to explain how all these species came to exist. You could say God drove him to find answers and write the origin of species. Yeah. Yeah. Even if he tried, he would never find it for the whole time.
2: While everyone was busy arguing... Philip carefully placed the chain and crucifix on the floor between Harry and Layla. The one Marian had given to Harry, which Philip now had in his possession. The debating club had just come to an end. Philip was hoping that eventually Layla would see it. And she did.
4: What's this? A gold crucifix. Is it yours, Harry? What? Oh, uh, Harry? Uh, is this cross yours? From your uncle? Um, no. Um, Actually, um, Marianne gave it to me.
3: Marianne? Harry, why? And why are you wearing it? You know religious symbols are not allowed in school.
4: I wasn't wearing it. Uh, I don't know how it came to be on the floor.
3: Uh, Ha, I see. It's late, I'm going home. See you tomorrow.
2: Harry could so easily have lied. But he was an honest man. Leila was shocked. Philip jumped in there. Here was his chance. Can I walk you home, Leila?
3: Yes, Philip. How very kind of you to offer. Please walk me home.
2: Philip had thought he would feel over the moon. But walking next to Leila just increased his sense of guilt. He said goodbye at her house and went home. He felt miserable. Just then, a photograph lying on his father's desk caught his eye. A picture of a woman, a beautiful, dreamy-looking woman with a baby in her arms. Her face haunted Philip. But why? He needed to know who she was. But there was no one to ask.
1: And that's all from Learning by Ear for today. Please join us for Episode 9 of our series, A Bridge of Agori and find out if harry and layla succeed in convincing their families to make peace and remember if you want to hear the program again subscribe to our podcast or tell friends about it please visit our website at www.dw-world.de/lbe goodbye for now